This week's episode is brought to you by Dreamer Dreamer Crook. A seemingly innocuous stand trigger, this Bermuda Triangle unit allowed you to return itself back to deck, at bounce a card, and recall it if she was in harmony. But now, she's at one. Dreamer Dreamer Crook. Go crook yourself. Welcome to Nexus at Night. Coming up next, a 50-hour stream of Banjo-Kazooie where we stay on Rust Bucket Bay for five hours. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. Let's not do that. I'm Root Beer. I don't really have anything witty to say this week. Really? That's a, that's a first for you. Um, we'll say the stream you're referring to was uh, was pretty great. What, were H-Bomber guys 50-hour stream of Donkey Kong 64? 57 hours, I believe, it ended up being. <laughs> and yeah. Jesus Christ. Ooh la la. Absolutely amazing. Ugh. Okay, cool. I was seven hours. I think right, after you get past how do, ten, do, how do you beat Beaver Bother? <laughs> you, uh, you don't. You get Alexander Ocasio-Cortez to come on. I believe and... I believe she was asked how to turn the power on in Frantic Factory. That's true. She was. <laughs> Why? How did you memorize all? It's been like a day. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote all of it down. Look, if you can't remember basic things, then how do you ever expect to get ahead, Alice? It's 50 hours. That's over two days. Look, we're not here to to talk about this uh, wonderful moment in internet history. We're here to talk about uh, the world championships for Vanguard and the ensuing ban list, uh, both of which occurred uh, today and over the weekend. Last weekend. Exactly. Um. So, uh, going into Worlds, we were expecting No Life King loop with Enigmatic Assassin to clean up along with Gize for premium. What were mm-hmm. we expecting for standard? In English, at least. Uh, that's actually kind of hard because the set, like, just released. Yes. Mm-hmm. Answer of but truth. I think if it were me, I would have been looking at Angel Feather? Yeah, or Neonectar. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a Neonectar, but Neonectar, I'm not sure, has their promo yet. They do. Uh, they get it for Springfest, I think. Yeah, so Neonectar not having their promo, I didn't expect them as much, but I did expect more Angel Feather than was represented. Yeah. There's a lot of great nature at yeah. World. Yeah, so the Answer of Truth set, which we have an episode for that, go listen to it, uh, just dropped in English on Friday. I uh, got all of my great nature stuff, and I'm one happy boy. Um, so I, I'm sure there was going to be representation for, you know, the three clans that dropped in that set just because of the novelty factor. Mm-hmm. But I also think that not a lot of, a, a lot of them would have showed up just because it's vaguely new and untested. Um, right. yeah, you could have proxied, but I, I feel like there would have been more, uh, like proven options and yet, and yet, for standard, in the top four in English, oh my god, where did I put it? <laughs> uh, I have it up. It's first place was Great Nature, second place was Murakumo, third place Neo Nectar, and fourth place Royal Paladin. Can you Amazing. Who was first place again? Great Nature. You're damn right it was! <laughs> <laughs> Playing hamskays. Yeah, that, that part doesn't really sit as well with me, but you know what? I'll... <laughs> I hate the way it looks. It looks derpy. Anyway, uh, th- this is... So, 
from what I watched, the Hamscale line looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it basically ended up being a plus one, but it was a plus one on your grade three ride, like guaranteed. And like, it was pretty easily fixable. Like it was pretty rare and, and it like fixed rides like a lot. Yeah. I think that was the bigger part was I assumed that because him, the grade three Hamscale needs the grade one and two of itself in the soul to even get its effect on ride that it wasn't worth playing at all. But at the very least, running the grade ones and two, the grade one and two of the Hamscale line is worth it just to search out a grade two. Like it deck thins and it guarantees a grade two ride that's very strong. Yeah, and so I, I think I definitely underrated those cards because I think I said that it wasn't. I didn't think it was very good, and then like it did look. It ended up looking pretty strong in the finals of uh, of Worlds. I'm still not – I still am not 100% sure if it's, like, the best line that Great Nature has. Uh, the Great Nature cards did – like, that Milda card did seem a little more sketch than uh, than normal. But, uh, like, like – It's inherently, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Not, it's a chance. It's a dice roll. It's a coin mm-hmm. flip. But, uh – yeah, definitely the cards that you know get guaranteed effects are strong in that way. Murakuma looked very good. Uh, it seemed like people just weren't respecting Murakuma's uh, lockdown a lot. Mm. That was pretty surprising. Like in the top in the in the quarterfinals, I think uh, there was a time when he was playing against Genesis, where Genesis did a lot were to uh, just push him to a bunch of damage, not respecting his lockdown. And I obviously Hitomi can do stuff even while locked down. But I was still quite surprised that uh, they just let that, it happen. Like, yeah, that you can just like keep them at two counter blast with it, not able to do that. I, well, in Genesis's case, it seems like it's one of the better things to be locked down with because yeah, you can't you can't drive check, but you can draw three times. Yeah, but the Vanguard pressure on attack is so good. True. Mm-hmm. It's like it's still like I think a big deal, but. That that was their decision, and, I, and, it, and it could all be correct. I'm not sure, but it didn't end up working out. So, I also heard there were like a decent amount of misplays that might have, yes. So in, tainted some matches. Yeah. So in the top eight, um, there was a great nature player who used Leopold's effect to uh, call a great three, which you cannot do. It's uh, if you mill a normal unit, you check top four and call two great two or less cards. Mm-hmm. So he had called uh, Armed Instructor Bison and then used Bison's effects uh, on Rearguard to give something else 5k. And then at the end of the turn, the the error was noticed. So at that point, it was ruled an irreparable game state and the Great Nature player was given a game loss. But that's still a quarter of the top eight in standard English mm-hmm. being Great Nature. And this is, you know, it's been out for three days. So. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, I'm surprised Royals made it to top four in standard English. Yeah, that like that surprised me too. Like they also did it in Japanese, but they also have more support there. Yeah, you you have all of the Miyagi stuff in Japanese. That's completely mm-hmm. understandable. Let's see what the stuck leap. It looks like okay. Looks fairly standard, like the haha. <laughs> <laughs> like it has the soul saver stuff and then just plays a couple exculpates mm-hmm. apparently OTT still looks good 
Yeah. yeah. So in, it took first place in Japan, so Yeah. And it was with the uh Imperial Daughter build, which is honestly what I expected if OTT were to top anything. Right. I think Imperial Daughter just does has too many lines of text. <laughs> too many lines of text? Yeah. Yeah, like it just has so many like it does so much. Yeah, I, I think that it kind of all they did was just add like grade one matuses that like the mm-hmm. the tetra matus and like, stuff. To they added of... the good magus cards that were generic, and they also used the battle sister promo, which I was a little surprised by. Tort. I yeah, I can't remember what that does now. Which at this particular second, which bugs me because ten or more cards in hand, she gets ten cana crit. Oh yeah. Okay. So, makes sense. And a lot. Yeah. Also, oh, not... oh, I wasn't thinking of that one. I was thinking about the other grade, too. Oh. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to double-check what that does really quickly, see if it's something that I missed when... Um, while he does that, the, the rest the of the... last one, five cards from top of the deck, grab a grade three, shuffle the rest, and then it gains 5k for the end. Okay, yeah, I can see why someone would play that. Quite good. Um, yeah, so it seems like the deck is just searching out grade threes, gaining power. Alright, I get this. Uh, yet again, in the rest of the Japanese standard top four, uh, Grey Nature got third place. So even mm-hmm. with post-Miyagi uh, meta, you still have Grey Nature having a showing. And then Kagero in fourth, which, interesting. Yeah, um, and then Royal Paladin second, which hmm. the I'm, great two that that stood out to me a lot in the Great Nature deck was Geograph Giant. Really, it's a beefy boy. He is. Um, so if he's on an additional rearguard circle, he gets uh, plus eight k, and that's all the time. So not hmm. only does this make him a constant twenty seven k attacker, meaning uh, like you can hit force number. Like, if they take a trigger on damage, you're still hitting, twenty like, over 23k. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also harder to bully, which is good. Right. Um, and pl- after, you know, playing with him at locals, I, yeah, I, I upped him from 2 to 3. Um, right. Like, obviously, I, I, it's not a card you, like, sh- want to or even think you should play 4 of. Mm-hmm. But I think on an Excel circle, the card is just really strong. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, I find it interesting that the Japanese players list uh, in included uh bison and uh crits whereas the uh english players list who got first was uh with the hamstay line and front triggers so you have two distinct builds each doing their own thing yeah i'm not sold on front triggers at all neither was i but i tried them this weekend and with the hamstay thing where you're getting an extra excel circle and filling it pretty much immediately fronts are the way to go with the That's armed fair. with the armed instructor bison thing where you're restanding something, of course, two crits that you know yeah. that makes sense. Um, I think I was more looking at like the Murakumo guy with fronts. Yeah, that was, was a little like, weird. Not completely sold on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some times when he checked the front and it was like good, but uh, yeah, I'm not. But I'm just not completely sold on front triggers yep. in general. And maybe I just haven't played enough like, with them slash without like. I haven't, like, tested enough with slash without, but, uh, I don't know. They just don't seem... The lows are real low, I'll say that. Yeah. Um, I, 
I noticed a common denominator among all of, like, both of the top fours, which is all four clans have two good rides. Yeah. Um, yep. Which, uh, yeah, so Great Nature, you have, Leopold is objectively good, and then you either have the Bison route or the Hamstay route. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then... And if you set up the Hamstay route, it's also fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the, the build that I had before trying out the the winning build uh, that, like, is closer to the Japanese players, where, um, so he, he had, like, things like Toolbox Wallaby, which I didn't, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, 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 this is a very diverse meta. You don't have two showings of the same thing. Yeah, I feel like they finally created enough, like, powerful Excel clans where, like, the Protect clans just aren't running away with things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what we're saying is it's a balanced meta and people can stop complaining for a little bit? (laughs) I mean, standards complaints weren't like were about the meta early on, but standards complaints now really aren't about the meta. So I don't really think it. Uh, People just don't really. Find standards complaints are really about how how much triggers impact the game and uh, how much going first matters. Well, you say that, but the 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 great nature guy who won, he he got over two games seven heal triggers that didn't work. Yeah, it's because you're ahead, right? Yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, triggers on damage are absolutely massive in, oh, uh, standard, yeah. like huge. Oh sure. So. That's the, the that's just how it is with when your triggers give more power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But uh, those are the complaints with standard, not the, like, no nobody cares about like you can play most clans and be reasonably okay unless your clan is just absolute dog shit. Looking at you like Novas. <laughs> Well, they're getting a set. Maybe they'll fix themselves. Okay. Yeah. So what what does that say for premium, then? What does it look like for premium? So premium, a lot of people were on Ezel. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, seeing a lot of Ezel. Like, yeah, we saw a lot of No Life King, a lot of Ezel. Mm-hmm. A lot of Gizeh. Uh, yeah. A lot of Ezel ended up in top eight. And I think that that's a response to to no life king being a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the... because Ezel can just donk you. Yeah. Like it's basically the best deck to keep pace with no life king, aside from just playing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Why? So you, because you can use the old uh, Kirf in order to superior ride Ezel and then get the stride early. Because right. Because of how they change yeah. the mechanics. So the top eight was so fifth through eight was uh, Ezel, Ezel, Ezel. And then No Life King. Fourth was Ezel. Third was OTT Gize. Second was Ezel. And first was. Mega Colony. Mega Colony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah, that was really surprising. Definitely. Um, so th- this deck wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't Mega Colony Gize. It wasn't. Uh, Using like the machining like strides with the new cards that happen to have machining in nope. their name, it nope. was running both dark faces and then antlion for uh, you know crits and pressure and stuff. So dark face and dark face Gredora. Yes. Um, yeah. And the reason he did this was twofold. So apparently, Gredora, who whose ability shuts off a column from being called to, allows you to 
partially kneecap No Life King from doing his shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And Dartface, the original, if anyone remembers from long, long ago, uh, his GB2 skill was when a unit is called to the opponent's side of the field, you can Soul Blast 2 and rest that unit. So that is used in order to neuter Gold Paladin, who mm-hmm. has a lot of it battle worked. phase causing, and it worked. This is some kind of, like, I. it's either some kind of, like, I'm just going to play Gridor and go for it, or it's some kind of, like, stage 2 next leveling of the Ezel. <laughs> I think it was a meta call more than anything. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole lot of Ezel at Worlds. There's a lot of Ezel. He, so he ran things like Vulgar Blister, which prevents a column from standing. He had things like... Uh, he had the the dark face PG that allows you to recycle itself. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he 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 used uh, what's her face overwhelm in order to keep pace with Ezel because if he has a board full of cards, you know, more than because of Excel circles, you get to draw a lot of cards. Yep. Um, you had Zoa, in because Zoa's kind of good. Um, yeah. Well, Zoa with the ant lion is yeah. That's pretty uh, bedonkulous, because you just... Alright, I'm Quint 9, no Sentinels, crit. What are you going to do? Nine, 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 nine. Yeah, that's why I said Quint 9. Yeah. 9 five times. But, yeah... The... Funny enough, it is possible to guard that, especially with later G-guards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I think now that they freed Gears, who knows what's going to happen. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... On the premium, on the Japanese side of things, we had Bermuda Triangle topping, because of course I'm they did. I'm so surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, a bolstered up version of Nubatama, that's what I was trying to say. Uh, Angel Feather, Gize, and No Life King. Not gonna lie, this Nubatama list looks sweet. Yeah, look yeah at... I thought that was pretty fucking sweet too. So it's Kujikiri Kongo. I, the image is really blurry, I can't make out a lot of the cards. It's basically all the stealth dragon discard strategy plus dominate. Oh, yeah, of well, dominate strides because dominate strides are stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, uh, you Rina. That that's uh, that's pretty good. Like, this is all a very, you know, diverse uh, top eight, with I mm-hmm. guess the exception of Ezel, but that's. <laughs> A going to be a numbers game. B, like Matt said, it's uh, it's the only thing that can kind of keep pace with No Life King. Um, and yeah, and yet you you had a deck literally come out of nowhere. Like Mega Colony has been the whipping boy of Vanguard players since it's forever, inception, really, and especially after mm-hmm. Link Joker came out. And yet here it is winning. Um, yeah. I'm and- really glad that this world wasn't an embarrassment like the last two. Fuck yes. finally. Yeah, it wasn't like a repeat, repeat of Seven Runner or uh, Ripples. Yeah. I think going forward, it's going to be more rare that we see uh, standard beat embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And, it's gonna, and a premium could randomly be an embarrassment, but you know we're just going to hope that this just doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of seeing it with just the prevalence of Ezel because... It can kind of cheat its way t- through the mechanics faster, but... All right, but that deck's sweet. Yeah. I mean, you you had, like, if there's anything like cheating the game like Ripples or Seven Runner did, it's this. <laughs> but you still yeah. had a meta pick being able to kind of quash it. Mm. Yeah. So, 
there there might be a thing where as might might become a problem eventually, but I think as more sets get standard support or more clans get like solid standard support, I think hope hopefully as it will get a little weaker going forward. Yeah. But, uh, that could not be true. I could I could be talking out of my ass. Who knows? Bermuda Triangle could break the game even further, even though they. Oh my god. Well, the fact uh, that we'll you still had like, you still had you know Ange winning in Japan, yes. and they have had zero support in standard, and God, it's that's still so there. stupid. That's how it's like the last run of premium support of GR support was so crazy, so crazy. I know that just Bermuda's just still good. It's been like, almost a year, you realize. Over half the clans have standard support, Bermuda not one of them, and they're just still good. Yep. Such is life. Um, Absolutely. So, uh, following that, Br- uh, Boucherod revealed their new ban list, which uh, everybody, everybody, everybody wanted Enigmatic Assassin hit 2210. Something if you did it, four. you're not a real human being. That's pretty yeah. much what Agreed. So what has happened to the ban list? What are the new things? Well, we took all the banned gear crap off of it. So Hetero Round, TikTok Worker, and Steam Battler Urwitar are now all yep. back at four. And Gears can... is completely free, and I think this could have happened probably a while ago, mm-hmm. and I'm really glad it happened now. Uh, TikTok Worker can also still uh, be used as a starter again, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. The picture that I saw this morning only said that it was off the banned list. Uh, it says completely unrestricted. Uh, I'm looking at Proof's Discord. Uh, completely unrestricted. Don't yell at me about TikTok. Y- yes, he's completely free again. <laughs> so I'm guessing yes, you can use it as your starter. Beautiful. Um, and and I'm not even sure it's like super busted to even have that. I think it's just going to be a good card now. But I'm I'm glad to see Gears be free. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Richard about this today, um, specifically about Hetero Around, because I was like, well, isn't this just going to be back where we started? And he goes, no, for two reasons. One, Gear Cat uh, was the thing that made Hetero Around broken, not Hetero Around itself. Otherwise, it's basically just Denial Griffin. Two, mm-hmm. you need a Chronojet Vanguard, and that's going to be harder to integrate with newer decks. Yes, that's that was what I was thinking, too. Uh, when I was thinking about it, is like, is anyone actually just going to play Chrono Dread anymore? I imagine people are just going to try using, like, Mystery Flare, because you can already inflate your bind zone by doing all your time leap shenanigans, so if someone does try to work time leap into standard gears, then they don't really need Chrono Dread for that. Yeah. Look at the big brain on Richard. <laughs> and then, like, I also kind of had the thought, of, like, what would the Melum combo combat and then I thought about that for all of five seconds before remembering that we have higher power bases now. And triggers, or higher power triggers, which that's another thing. That's what he means by gear cat, because plus 10k defense isn't as... Uh, it isn't crippling. enough anymore. Yeah, it's not enough anymore. So, fine. Make the ghosty and family is back at four. Who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I've been playing around with premium grain blue. It... it it does nothing. It all all it really, all it's really good for is just putting itself back in deck, which fine, I sure. guess. But whatever. Um, all right. So he, here are the two things that people are waiting for: enigmatic assassins at one, and I forgot the name of the card, but she's like the girl with the crook whistle. is at one. Thank you. So can you tell me what crook's effect is, please? 
I when it's in harmony, I believe after the battle that it boosted, if it's in harmony, then you can put it back into your deck, bounce a unit to your hand, and call something to the field. Oh, that's pretty good. Wow, that seems really good. So that's at one. Enigmatic Assassin's at one. Um, it needed to happen. It probably needed to happen for a while. Um, and now, and by the way, this doesn't necessarily kill No Life King completely. You can still do two restands, and that's quite good. I think it's going to be very. You're going to be very hard pressed to play No Life King. What do you even mean? like? I think it's going to be a lot like. Before, the deck was really, really insane. And now you're still going to have the same bad matchups, but your deck's going to be slow, like slow, like slower, a little more consistent, and not as powerful. I mean, they still had a very solid crop of strides, uh, Dark Regulars, yeah. so I think, I think they'll still be okay. It's just people have to, have to think a little bit differently, and now they're not top dog anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think you can't coach, like all in necessarily, is my point. Yeah, that's fair. I do think that uh, Ezel is going to be the new uh, hated thing on the block. I'm, I'm, I've, sure. ar- I've already seen a couple of memes where it's like the, the Steve Buscemi thing where it's Kirf and it's like, how do you do, fellow balanced decks? And it's like, fine, right. just let it run around for a little bit. It never really got any uh, day in the sun yet. It's like the first time Gold's Paladin's been good in. A while. Um, since Many the, years. Since Legion era, I think. Uh, yeah. So, there's that, and then, um, and then Gizeh didn't get hit, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of, uh, people on various Facebook groups and the subreddit are pissed about, because everybody loves to Gizeh's hit. not been putting up, Gizeh's just not been putting up numbers recently. Like, yeah. a lot of people are playing decks that can fight over Gizeh. Yeah. Well, you had things like Ezel, who, who, yeah, like, not getting defensive players. Yeah, I think that's the big predator against Ize, is just being able to go, all right, I have, five, like, you know, six attacks turn two, because I can ride grade three before you can, and I can stride, and uh, you're dead, and all your uh, triggers didn't actually give you power, they just bounce stuff, so. Yep. Suck it. <laughs> uh, one thing I do, one problem I do have about Ezel is, like, if Ezel goes first, the deck does feel, like, really, really nuts. Yes. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out going forward. One thing that bothered me about the ban list is while they're unbanning cards, it just didn't even unban things like Laurel or Elizabeth. Um, like, Red Rose can stay banned. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth is still loopable, isn't it? Or Yeah, but nobody does this. And it's probably not even good. And Laurel, well, nobody can explain that one. Although I do have a theory, I do think it is a um, helpful ban in the sense that it makes player it helps players make the proper decision. Oh, like so, it's banned so people can't mess up. It's banned so people can't mess up. Yeah, by playing the old Laurel over the new one. You think that Bouchard plays the role of this like benevolent? I want them to play the new Laurel, but I can't just tell them directly. I have to, you know. Uh, Ban around Mi- it, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Wax on, wax off them. To, but they are just telling you directly because it's restricted. So you yeah. can you can only play at most one of the old ones. So you'll play three of the new one. Yeah. Oh, and then and like, you oh, sweet things. Pretty much like a like a, a over one hundred and twenty eight k restanding with the crit gallop. 
Although, I do want them to unrestrict the old ones just so we can have large Reddit threads about why old Laurel is superior to new Laurel, but only <laughs> if you build happen. your deck correctly. Oh my god. What was so the that, co- that's what I'm looking forward to, personally. What was that coffee pasta about 12 attack Pale Moon from? <laughs> right, no, no, I think it was 14 and nobody knows. Right, that's right. 14 attack Pale Moon. I can't tell you, it's my competitive deck. Yeah, I don't want you to net deck me, man. That's right, that's what it was. Um, yeah, net deckers are the worst or something. So yeah, Assassin being hit to one is objectively good. Uh, no Life King's going to have to adapt, fine. Uh, what do you guys think about this uh, this stand trigger that has been reduced to one for Bermuda. Crook, I think this more has to do with the support that Bermuda's getting rather than the Bermuda deck now. I have to imagine that's the case too, but I will say that Crook on her own is pretty strong. She enables a lot of combos, and if you uh, play your cards right, (laughs) then you should be able to get like a lot of attacks and combos off with her. Uh, Bermuda's force, right? Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Be able to keep that is 100% part of circle. the reason. Yeah. I, I think it's more of just a preventative ban, like they're, like they're used to doing, you know, constantly. Like uh, like Jumping Jill and Purple Trapezist? Or, you know, Commander Laurel twice. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she was played at four in the... Topping Bermuda deck, so yeah, I get the and feeling that it, I get the feeling that hitting Ange herself would have been too like you know de- it would have been like decapitating it instead of kneecapping it, like too direct. And I think they would prefer it if you if they man, I'm trying to figure out what what words are. Uh, I think they would prefer that you play the grade three, so they try to ban around those instead of directly hitting them. Because they're supposed to be, like, the boss units of your deck, right? Yeah. Like, I imagine that might be part of it. Although, correct me if I'm wrong, Like, have they ever directly just banned a problem grade three, or just pieces around it? Usually pieces around it. Um, it's not like they've ever hit, like, Chronojet Z or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think, think they're ever going to hit, like, a namesake card. Yeah. Like, I think that's just part of it, is they want you to play the Grade 3s. They're kind of the boss units of your deck that tie everything together, so they're never going to directly hit it. They're just going like, to take out, like, problematic pieces of a combo. Let's imagine they printed, like, a Buster a Buster <clears throat> Blaster Blade, right? Yeah. And they would just never touch that card. Because they literally can't. It's a I mean, how long there. was the blaster engine around? Yeah, and they never even hit the, hit the crit, and now it doesn't matter, right? Like, okay. Uh, yeah, I think the one time they actually hit a grade 3 was Sanctuary Guard. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was, like, forever ago. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then people kept finding ways around it, and then they made all the blaster support so people didn't need to play around Sanctuary Guard anymore. Yep, and now Sanctuary Guard's, like, not a thing. <laughs> yep. Except I've seen a couple of threads being like, wouldn't it be cool if they brought it back for standard? I'm like, just... They probably will randomly once they run out of ideas from the manga. I'm sure they will. But we'll see. So, yeah. Ban list is good. Is there anything you wish would have gotten hit? 
Um, me. I mean, I guess the Gizeh engine, but considering they announced reprints from it, I doubt that's happening anytime soon. Well, they have to take your money first, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, the second I saw that, I'm like, they're not gonna, they're not gonna hit it. I, you still saw people being like, I bet they're gonna hit. They're not. No, of course not. This isn't yeah. like. I feel like I think I remember Konami doing something like that, where they, where they released a reprint. They're like, "Okay, it's banned." Oh, right, <laughs> Crush Card Virus. That's what it was. They, yeah, I think um, I really just wanted to see more things unbanned that just didn't need to be banned anymore. Yeah, which they did. Yeah, I just I just mean like additional things. Mm. Even what's that. what's still on the ban list that doesn't actually matter anymore? Laurel, oh, Lizbeth. Yeah. What other card did we just mention? Is Sanctuary Guard still on there? <laughs> oh, it is. Huh. Yeah, like, all these, all these cards just don't need to be on there. Uh, is Rigali, Rigali still on there, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, okay, so, like, I think the cards that got unbanned made it so that you can better play their deck's namesake. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, with them compared to things like Sanctuary Guard and Laurel, like, you weren't going to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get that. I get that. But it's like, there's just, like, you want the ban list to be as minimal as possible. That's true. So having things on the ban list that just shouldn't be there is not fulfilling that goal. Makes sense. Maybe it's, uh, like, as an example to the other cards. Or yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny how they keep banning Laurel, like, preemptively, and he just doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's, like, very amusing. If they unban it, the Japanese unban ban list, right? We get the English ban list, like, at some point. Oh yeah, well, it comes out like what with a within a month or something. It's usually within a. It's usually pretty quick. Yeah, we'll, Which, we'll probably see it like very shortly. I imagine it, be, it will be mostly the same. The mm-hmm. only difference we've had in the ban list, I think, is uh, Japan had Lizbeth hit and we didn't. Yeah, right. Yeah, our Lizbeth is free the whole time. Yep. Uh, Refros can stay at one. Yeah, fuck that card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anything that enables an infinite loop should just stay banned forever. Look, Refros's problem is yeah. much different than everything else. What, because it's not so much the brokenness part, it's the takes forever part? It's the takes forever and is literally free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it, it is. It, it's neg- it costs negative counterblast. It's just, like, not okay. Yeah, and then the way current angels are, they probably still could abuse Refro, so he's probably staying there for a while. Yeah, screw that guy. Yeah, Refro ain't okay, and never will be. Thank you, this has been my TED Talk. <laughs> so, yeah, that, w- that was uh, Worlds in the ban list. Um... Yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed coverage this time around. Mm-hmm. Me too. There were uh, a lot of the matches were commentated well, by. I enjoyed it when there were matches going on. <laughs> One problem I had with coverage was there was a lot of dead time. Yeah, what, so there's a whole the lot same... of me not paying attention to it and watching H bomb stream instead. <laughs> it was it was a whole lot of the same seven commercials over over and over. It's like yeah, watching it was, Hulu. Like, is, yeah, it was that part was miserable. But when <laughs> matches were going, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, so, so I do hope that in the future they try to cut a lot of that dead time out. Yeah, 
Yeah. They were uh, a lot. Uh, the Vanguard matches were commentated by a card protagonist and friend of the pod. Different fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think they did a great job. Uh, like for a card game it, that in general doesn't really seem like you would have a lot of explanation for things, as opposed to something like you know, uh, like you know normal sports or even like. Uh, or or Smash Bros or anything like that (laughs) Uh, they managed to I think fill the time very well because they were Mm -hmm. saying things like I wonder what he's thinking about this or maybe he should have done that or this card like they they took to their roles very well and I I, uh, commend them for that so similarly I thought the uh, Weiss commentary was also very good I did not watch the Weiss stream how was that uh, yeah, it, it was it was pretty solid. Uh, people were playing some pretty wacky decks as far as English meta is concerned, but I thought the commentary was very strong. Mm. I believe it was a, g- a guy named Matthew. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on his last name, but his name was Matthew, and then Kit King, who's uh, who I know personally. But I, I did enjoy that commentary quite a bit. I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't actually watch the stream. Nice. Um, I watched part of it while uh, filming some games for the channel with Gabe. Um, so okay. I watched almost all of it. So and, there you go. Yeah. See, did, did you happen like, to catch the buddy fight <laughs> portion? Buddy fight didn't get, uh, get didn't get put on stream. It did. So so it did. It did. So with At the White, very end. Yeah. So with Weiss and Vanguard, you had music in the background. You had commentary. <laughs> you had all oh, this that's... fanfare. Buddy fight was literally zero music, zero commentary, just <laughs> nobody gave a fuck. Points. That's what like, I wanted to say. It, the music during matches was the worst. Oh yeah, I, did, I didn't really so like distracting. The music. It made me think I had another tab open the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful, and it was the same music every match. It's not like they changed it up. Yeah, yeah. So, so I hold on. So let, let me retract. I thought the stream was okay. <laughs> Except for George Dead Time, playing music during matches is the worst actual thing anyone could ever do. Like, just have commentator and the like the sound of cards flicking, and that's fine. Yeah. I'd, if I wanted music, I could open another tab. Went from medium yeah. plus to medium it, it, minus. They're the not in anime. They're not in anime. <laughs> you don't need music. Thank you. <laughs> this has been my TED Talk. Again. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Fair enough. I mean, the the buddy fight thing was really eerie because there was no talking over it. It was just them pointing because a lot of it is like when people play card games with the uh, with their opponent and you kind of assume the opponent knows most of what you're doing. You just mm-hmm. kind of point and be like effect. You don't really say I activate the effect of my trap card blank. This allows me to do X, Y, and, and you're just like flip. That's it. Flip, skill, call this card. Flip, still, guard, guard. Turn the card, turn the card sideways. It does a thing, and now you're dead. So, but yeah, (laughs) buddy fight. Um, nobody gave a fuck. Apparently, what if that was like some kind of palate cleanser where they're like, all right, they got all this fanfare for uh, Vanguard and Weiss. And now for Buddy, it's just nothing. Give me nothing. <laughs> Choke on that. <laughs> so no, no, no. I did stop watching it after uh, all of the streams I cared about were done. Fair enough. I, uh, I 
I don't I don't care about Buddy Fight. It's not even a game I've considered playing at any point. So I don't care about Buddy Fight, but Gabe does. So I, I was sitting there watching it with him. I'm like, there's no, there's nothing, and he's like, yeah, I know, it's great. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I would like no music, but yeah, I just don't give a shit about Buddy Fight. Yeah, maybe some uh, maybe like a baseball game where when something <laughs> happens, you get a little music sting. Like a da 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 da, or something. Something when someone literally anything. Yeah. So that your game doesn't seem, you know, fucking dead. I guess so. I mean, I was more talking about Vandor. Like, cut out the music, but instead have little like, you know, audio cues or something. Mm-hmm. Um, although I guess with a stream, that's not really doable. Yeah, you know, just have to have the music going on in the background. All I know is like I took. I went to the VOD afterwards, saw it was nine hours long, and then immediately closed the tab. Understandable. I... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, Worlds was all right. Worlds, yeah. Worlds was all right. It was very in the last two years combined, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it wasn't a humiliating mess for the for the first place. For the, it wasn't a humiliating mess for the game in general. True. Yeah. And the ban list hit the problem thing and something that yeah. also could be a problem. So Yeah, how bizarre. Yeah, I'm sure right. we're going to have to deal with Kirf later, but, you know. Fine. I think it's possible that they shouldn't have hit Kruk yet. Uh, mm-hmm. just, and just hit it, and, like, and just had, like, another, like, ban list, like, four months from now. I, and just uh, there's it, also like, just the possibility course. she's too strong on her own, even outside of new support. That's fair. But I, I do I it feels a little bit preemptive to me, but I I completely understand yeah. why. Yeah, uh, like based on what I remember about Bermuda Triangle, it fe- feels justified to me. Yeah. You, like I can see how Crook could create a number of problematic combos even without new support. Because if she didn't, she wouldn't be played at four. But man, Bermuda's gonna be gross as fuck with force. Yes, it God, is. God, yes, it is. Bounce recall on my double stacked rear guard circle. Thirty-five k again. Are you ready for the new Shizuku thing that searches grade threes? Ugh. Right. I mean, I hope so. Every like single Shizuku. set. Every single set. <laughs> yeah, but I like Shizuku, so it's okay. Same. I'm just gonna let you take the lead on that because if there's a clan I know like literally nothing about, it's Bermuda Triangle. Followed closely no, by Lynn Joker. Again. Don't worry. <laughs> Pacifica. <laughs> um, Will they even have room for all of the legacy support considering all of the anime characters they have to shove in there? No. <laughs> well, look, they can make room. <laughs> I mean... You just need Aqua, Sedna, because those, oh, those are the first two Bermuda cards. Everything else they don't care about. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Aqua is definitely going to be there. She's going to be a draw PG, probably. Oh, Ellie? No, Aqua. Didn't Aqua come first? Aqua and Sedna were in the same set, I believe. Yeah. Well, all I know is they brought her name up in the anime during the first episode, so... Sure. Mermaid what if it's stuff. Aqua, but they just put Aqua from Konosuba on it? <laughs> I have no idea that'd what be, that means. be A-plus troll. Anime Saxon is for nerds. That's the only only response I have to that. Anime does And is for nerds. Also, because I'm too lazy to do an actual review, my impression of the first Bermuda Triangle episode was it sucks and is for... and is too lame even for nerds. Wow. 
<laughs> like, there's just nothing going on that episode. I only watched the first episode. It was very medium minus. It was just so fucking boring. No, like, no, nothing... guys. Yeah, well... Maybe it's like The Wire and it gets better after the first season or something. Man, people tell me that and I'm like, you expect me to sit through a whole season? I know, right? I I think what they're trying to do is do like the Seinfeld method where you just skip the first season, start a season two. Yeah, they don't say that. Yeah. And then, and then, if you if like, I it, need go back information for the first season. It's like here's the thing: like Avatar: The Last Airbender, book one is shit. Uh, Everyone knows this. It's not even arguable. Book one is trash. I liked book one. Not not as. I think in order for me, it's two, three, one. One over four. Do you mean Legend of Korra? You what, said Avatar: what, The Last Airbender. Yeah. There's. Three seasons of Avatar: The Last Airbender. There's four in Legend of Korra. Oh, okay, so yeah, one is by far the worst. Uh, okay. Oh no, for Legend of Korra, it's three, four, uh, one, two. Anyway, for me, for yeah. Last Airbender, yeah. the book one, the beginning season is awful. It's so boring. You don't have all the character, all the interesting characters. It's a whole bunch of Ong being being a child. Did you just say fucking Ong? Yeah. Get the hell out. <laughs> Nexus at Night, the show about various cartoons and anime. Yeah. And the wire. But I'm just saying, book one is bad. And you could just skip to book two because they because they retell you everything in book one every five seconds anyway. Um I mean you get a lot of like Zuko being a like a jerk in season one. Yeah, nobody needs that in their life. I thought it was pretty good especially it starts to get good around halfway through. When you have uh, like the thing where they get sick, and then Zuko has to go, it like goes and rescues rescues Aang from that fortress, and sure, okay, that may have been a minor uh, minor spoiler, but the show has been out for like fifteen years. So... Look, if people haven't seen it yet, they're not going to watch it. Okay, yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is how it is. So, point is, book book one sucks. Start at book two. There you go. <laughs> Next. I disagree, but fine. In I, some shows, you're supposed to stop after a season, even though they have a billion seasons. You're supposed to stop somewhere and be like, no, I'm not going to watch it after this point. Uh, Scrubs after season eight. Supernatural ends at season five. Um, In fact. Yeah. It's just, it's just these things. You know, you just, you just accept that that's true. Have, wait, have we ever... We've never done an episode about the Vanguard anime exclusively, have we? I'm no, pretty we sure we have, actually. We've done yeah. maybe two. Because we talked about how uh, real how the anime misrepresents how people actually play the game. Yeah. Yes, and we tied that into, like, clan loyalty and how Bushiroad made support. I was more talking about, like, reviewing actually, the show as a show. Oh, I definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> here, here, I'll, I'll do it right now. It sucks. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it sucks and it's for nerds. The only reason anybody watched it was for reveals, but I think reveals are actually ahead of the show now, so there's literally no reason to watch yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I watched it for a long time. But I, man, like, a lot of the characters are just really flat. Yeah. I mostly watch it just so I can make memes out of, like, certain moments for the, right? for the Twitter account. That's literally it. Yeah, the the characters just aren't interesting to me, and it's like, you know what has you know what has to happen, right? So you're kind of like, all right, 
So that's not interesting. <laughs> like, I, I, I would probably be more inclined to watch it if there was no like supernatural elements. Yeah. What where it was just kind of slice of life, but with Vanguard. Yeah. yeah, or like just like a like a tournament sports arc, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think but it's not. It's always like we oh, have to shit. save the world. Yeah, the world's ending. We gotta we gotta do that. Yeah, or uh some I lost a game of Vanguard and now I don't want to play anymore. That's literally a plot point. Uh-huh. <laughs> I so for anybody who do, who doesn't bother to watch because why would you uh one of the characters loses a game to uh, a character playing deleters, and his like he gets deleted, which in the game means your vanguard doesn't have an effect anymore. But in real life, it made it so he just didn't want to play. <laughs> nice. I literally had to pause. It I was laughing improved so his life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just the kind of thing where he's like, "I don't want to play anymore." I'm like, "Good. Go get a job. Go to college. Move out of the house." Well, all of those things sound awful. Well, yeah, but well, because they're all high school students, so I'm assuming that's like the the other big thing in their lives that they sure yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was pretty much it for uh the worlds and the ban list and how we got into a ten minute discussion about the fucking anime. wire and and <laughs> anime. <laughs> And Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is which is not an anime, (laughs) and therefore does not suck and is for nerds. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nexus at Night. You can find us on Twitter at the same name. You can or Instagram for that matter. You can find me at Atlas Novak. Find me at Wiggums Two G's Two Z's. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Hooray! So until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. Just watch an, an anime called Endro if you want to see cute girls doing cute things. And I'm Rupier. How do you spell that? E N D R O. Okay. Hold on. When does Precure start? What? How many days till Precure? I have no idea. I have no idea well, what that means. Precure? Anyway, it starts in, it starts in uh, 11 days. So there you go. Okay. Have good a good night, night everybody. <laughs>